Hey guys, congratulations on making it through week one. As promised in the previous episode, this is the extended version of our interview with those two girls who featured in our How Do I Become a Insert Career Title Here segment last week. I was so lucky to be able to sit down with them and get some awesome advice about careers in media and the sometimes treacherous journey it takes to find your true calling. So without further ado, here is Lise and Sarah from Those Two Girls. And one of them relates back to something that you posted on Facebook last week. I saw that you were broadcasting out of a car park gutter. Um, I just want to know, is this the weirdest place that you've ever broadcasted out of or has that just been somewhere else? Well, we weren't actually broadcasting from the gutter. We thought we were going to have to. We oh. did. <laughs> and they were prepared to do that for us. Right. And, and we were just going to use it over a phone and they'd hook us through to Sydney where somebody down there would panel our show. It would have sounded like... Garbage. <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> But that makes for good radio sometimes. Yeah, like, it's those unexpected stories that, that work, that make people sort of engage and relate. And really, we were just locked out of the building for 50 minutes and with sort of a bit of break and enter involved. But we got in and, and got the show on air 10 minutes late. We have broadcasted from an ice bath, though, before. Fully submerged for the... Um, for the anniversary, 20th anniversary of the Titanic, because we're both big fans. Did, did you guys even watch that movie? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They both could have fit on the raft. Just so we, we, we're mad fans of the Titanic because it was kind of like back in our... Yeah, the reminiscence our, bump like yeah, we were talking yeah. about before. And our producers hated the idea of us talking about the Titanic on air. They were like, that's so boring, guys, you can't do that. And they were like, but we'll let you talk about it as much as you want, as long as Lee's you dress as Jack, Sarah, you dress as Rose, and we put you guys in a nice bath for, like, they had a paramedic there. But it was like, oh, yeah, it, it had to go through workplace health and safety and make sure it was all good. But we did yeah. it. We could talk about it for as long as we could stomach the ice. Oh, and they thought we'd last that? for eight minutes. We lasted we for about 21. Did, yeah, we did 21. So, yes, wow. We did so well. Jack was dead at 50. Uh, I know. Uh, I was like, and it we were just submerged up to our waist. Yes, too. we were waist deep. It oh, wow. was good fun. Yeah. But that's been just the weirdest stupid. place. Yeah. 21. Yeah, that's probably been the weirdest place. 21 minutes. Mm. Was like, like yeah. athletes, but. Not. Like athletes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they bring out an Olympic sport for that, <laughs> for the Titanic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and another question I've got here is that we all know so radio is live and things can just go infinitely wrong when they're live rather as opposed to being pre-recorded. Sure. So have you ever had a live moment that's just gone completely wrong? Like just something terrible has happened and have you recovered? Not really terrible, I suppose, because the, the difference with Lee's and I is because we're real life friends um, and we weren't just thrown together as a show. So we know each other's faces and expressions and cues so if we if we feel like one's going in the wrong way we'll just kind of steer it back and secondly in radio they have what's called a dump button so all radio shows well in Australia for the most part operate on a 10 second delay Mm -hmm. so we've said the words 10 seconds before you hear them on the radio which means that if anybody was to say the f word or someone said something which would be like a caller or something like that they press the dump button and all you hear as a listener is Oops, we made a whoopsie. We'll yeah. be back with you in just a minute. And there's some elevator music plays. And then, and then that's on. it. I think, yeah, as Sarah said, it's it's never... We, we don't swear on air. We, it's not really our tone and um, we're not crass at all. So there's never any big um, errors like that. It's more when you're dealing with callers. Right. And in radio, there's... Um, really heavy codes in place so that you know what you can talk about right. and 
too delicate or very sensitive and to steer clear of. So things like mental illness come with very heavy um, guidelines around what words you can say without um, providing a lifeline number. So there's there's we do codes training every, every six year. months. Uh, yeah, maybe it's every yeah, six months. I think months. it's every six months. Around a lot. And that takes about three hours. So yeah, they don't yeah, take right. it lightly. So it's more, um, we've had close shaves with callers that have taken a call in a direction that felt a little bit out of our control. But then it's our job to kind of bring it bring back. It. And if it, you know, like if they're maybe saying something that sounds a little bit defamatory against mm-hmm. someone, it's our job to say, you know, to cover that's just an opinion and um but yeah live radio is certainly um a challenge in that you've got to be um really good at ad-libbing and almost being a step ahead Mm -hmm. um and and picking up where something may be going so yeah but it's that's what makes it fun like we always maintain we don't want to do pre-recorded shows that's not what we're interested in doing pre-recorded shows you can't interact with callers it's not a show um you can't do live interviews and they're really where you test your skills on the fly as well I think and, and where you get the gold from um, the people that you're chatting with mm-hmm. otherwise it's very formulaic um, and it's not fun like no. we like we like going in live every morning and just seeing where the show takes us although there's a lot of preparation behind the scenes yeah, right. but um, yeah it's good so did that natural ability to bite off those kind of defamatory remarks and all those type of things, did that come naturally or did you have to work your way up to that? Well, I think we're pretty smart. Yeah. So we know what sounds like it could be accusatory against somebody. And, and to be honest, we don't do the type of con- uh, content that eludes that. But for example, there was once talk about a hot dog stand and a caller had said that they thought they were at that hot dog stand in that particular area of Brisbane was like dealing drugs. So right. straight away we're like, no, 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 no. Maybe no. That's not it. the. I don't think you're yeah. dreaming that, and you move on from it. So that's the level that we're talking about in right. our kind okay. of, in our kind of content. And I think, um, again, with the codes training that you are required to do, it just and and you've got a team of producers around you too, who sometimes will say to us, make sure you don't say this, or I'm going to throw to this, or yeah. so it's very much a team approach. And, and I think there's also life experience for yeah. us. Like we, as Sarah said, we're not, um, we haven't come down in, you know, the last shower. We kind of understand the tone that people might, or that a conversation might take. So it's common sense, a lot of it. Yeah, right. And, and, and we're not you... shock jocks. That's no. never going to be our thing. So the, the stories that we touch on, can they be risque? Yes, but it'll be with humour and yeah. it won't ever be in a territory that becomes... We're just not interested in no, that content. Right, no, right. Yeah. It's very so, light-hearted, as I've heard on your yeah, show. Yeah, it's light-hearted, but it's, it's also... We, when we set out to create radio content, we wanted it to be what we wanted to listen to on the radio right. because we thought there was, a, there was a gap for women our age um, and in our life situation to um, get what we wanted to get from the radio on there. So we were just listening to podcasts all, all the time. The time. Yeah. But... You know, there wasn't, we weren't really interested in shock jobs. We weren't really interested in just, you know, in listening to AM. But we like, we like talk, talking to people. We like interviewing. I think there's also the fact that there's two, women typically, traditionally in radio, are the laugh track. And that's a really sad reality. It's 100% changing. But we weren't interested in being plonked in a radio team with two blokes because there needs to be two blokes to balance out one female. And even though our show is headlined by two women, the listeners that we have are predominantly men. 
really blokey tradie men. So our Particularly content, in this time slot. Yeah, especially in this time slot, our content, in spite of being two women at the helm of it, is not mummy no. 30 yeah. oh, something God, no. women. We touch whatever people are talking about and yeah. we just put our spin on it. So yeah. I think when we say, you know, we were listening to podcasts, yes, we happen to be 30 something. <laughs> mid 30 late 30 <laughs> something women but what we say to our producers all the time is we're not interested in talking about our kids every show right mm. we're just not no. do we talk about them yes Sometimes. if it's a great story or do we talk about our husbands sure because that's live but the content is not and we had Mia Friedman who's been a big champion of ours from the beginning who said to us in the early days of us forming mm. You know what what are your goals and we were like we want to be on radio and she was and she laughed and she laughed and she said you will never two women on radio you guys are dreaming they'll need to be four men to balance you out yeah and within a year we got our own show and me so was the, one of the first people to send a text message yes, through saying congratulations yep, yeah you guys are the, the tides are turning, are turning and it's it's about saying there's two women but that's not female content like open your minds yeah you know you can talk about we were talking to a bunch of tradies the other day yeah like how many in the space of 30 seconds we had 24 calls come through and they were tradies aged between 19 and 24 yeah and our producers were like what the hell just happened yeah like because it doesn't matter that we're too we're talking about something Birds. in the news that was about um, the shortage of tradies in the millennial generation. Right. That, okay. they're that they're being labelled as softies. And, um, and yeah, so that's the kind of thing where we have, you know, we have opinions or we want to hear from people who have opinions about mm. it. Mm. I feel like we just warbled and went on about three different paths. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that we do question. Oh, they're yeah. very good. They're all really, really <laughs> And there we have it, guys. Thanks so much to Lise and Sarah for letting us pick your brains at the O-Week party this year. If you know of any other cool people coming to QUT, be sure to let the hype team know so we can ask them your burning questions. But be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode for our collaboration with QUT's drama society, Vanicava, who will be giving us the lowdown on everything that went down at the Oscars. Before signing off for this week's episode, please welcome Lucy Tuffley. Ex-QUT student and extremely talented musician, you can find her raw indie-style music on Triple J on Earth. But we've got it here for you right now. Here's her latest track, Making Sense of It All. Thanks so much for having me again on the podcast, guys. I'll see you next time. Bye! Was it all a dream? Or did I see? Do I go there?
Was it all a 